to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We believe that what you've overcome makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, welcome to a brand new episode of the She Who Overcomes podcast. This week, we are sharing a Facebook Live video with you that we did a couple weeks ago during a session that we like to call Coffee with the Coaches. This is something that we do a couple times a month where we just have a candid conversation, um, usually from both of our homes over Zoom, and we just have it live on Facebook at the same time. And this particular day, we talked about tips to avoid compassion fatigue. So go ahead and grab your coffee and let's kind of get a sneak peek at what we talked about that day. Let's dive in to three tips for people to avoid that compassion fatigue or that burnout in 2021. And this is um, actually some content that we have been putting together for a company that we are training, like we are doing their leadership training the entire year. And so this is stuff that we know people are asking for. They're wondering, especially if they are in healthcare or in some type of an industry where their life didn't get quiet in 2020, it actually got busier to where they maybe didn't have time to rest or didn't really have the coping skills maybe to handle everything coming at them because it was so much all the time. So um, the number one way to avoid burnout and compassion fatigue is to be compassionate and caring of yourself. Be compassionate and caring of yourself. Rachel, what what does that look like and really mean? Well, well the way that we explain it is that um, it's kind of, you know how everybody has that like tape that runs through their head of negativity. It can be past mistakes. It can be lies or labels that somebody has spoken over you or some, you know, something you say over yourself. It's like that inner critic that is constantly harsh and playing loudly all the time that's um letting that tape just run amok is one of the ways that you will find burnout really quickly and compassion Mm -hmm. fatigue really quickly that inner bully is something that we all need to learn how to take care of that we all need to learn how to stop the tape from playing um we can't necessarily throw the tape away Um, we can Mm -hmm. like, the truth is you never get to the point that no negative thoughts are ever going to come into your head or no, like lies or labels are going to start playing again when you, when you fail at something or when you are, Mm -hmm. you know, like pushing through resistance and doing something new or something that you've never done before learning something, going to another level, like all of that stuff is going to trigger these kinds of thoughts in your head. Learning how to be Mm -hmm. compassionate with yourself is learning how to like, push the stop button, push the pause button and being able to um, seek help 
from a trained professional when you need mm-hmm. to being able to realize the difference between what is a healthy amount of negativity that you can handle and what is moving into depression or anxiety or into toxic mindset that sometimes we need a coach to help us walk through to help us you know like that idea of you can't see the forest through the trees mm-hmm. um that compassion and taking care of yourself is that uh, it falls under that like you we get so like head down, focus, do what's in front of you. And most of the time it is not taking care of ourselves. And it really does start with our mindsets. It starts with our brain health. It starts with our um, mental health and learning how to stop that cycle is a really quick, um, simple way that each and every day we can take control of. Mm -hmm. And I think it even comes down to like reminding yourself that where you're starting from is okay. Oh, yeah. You know, the skill that you already have the skills to start and you have the capacity to learn. Oh, yeah. Giving yourself grace when you are struggling with health things, because sometimes health issues pop up that really make it hard for you to keep working at the pace that you were before and it needs to be a priority so that you can heal and get stronger. And I think people don't always realize like that is part of why you have compassion fatigue because you're not being, you're really not um, being compassionate to yourself. You know, there's that, that saying in, and I cannot remember where it is in scripture, but in the Bible, it does say like, love your neighbor as yourself. And that. I I think we don't fully understand that because if we're not being loving towards ourselves, it makes it really hard not to take on bitterness and judgment towards other people. Right. And it's already there for ourselves. Right. And I think, you know, coming off of 2020, everybody's just tired. We're exhausted, Mm -hmm. whether or not life slowed down or life got busy or like simultaneously it was both because when you're in lockdown, or your kids are home, it feels like life slowed down, but really it, it really didn't. Like if you have kids at home all of a sudden doing school or they're on a hybrid method or whatever, it's a different kind of busy. And there is some fatigue that goes with all of that. And we're just all tired. We are exhausted coming into 2020, no matter what, or 2021, no matter what our 2020 looked like. And learning how to speak um, grace and truth over yourself and giving yourself um, pep talks throughout the day mm-hmm. and truth statements and all of these little things, they sound so simple, but they really do help um, make a difference on whether or not you are being compassionate to yourself so that so that you can be compassionate to others. It is super mm-hmm. difficult to just think that we can only be compassionate to others. And somehow that little trickle effect is going to come down to us. Like by the time right. it trickles down to us, usually like it is dry. There is no compassion mm-hmm. left. And so we kind of flip that over And for 2021, Mm -hmm. be compassionate with yourself first so that it can Mm -hmm. trickle down to others and you're not pouring literally from an empty cup until your body shuts down and forces. Exactly. Exactly. So number two is to manage your stress and emotions by unplugging from social media. This could be a Manage great your stress week. And emotions. This could be a great yes. week in the United States, you guys, to make sure you're monitoring your social media and your news. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of political things happening again. There's a lot of fighting on social media happening again. There's a lot of changes happening in January when it comes to yeah. our government and our systems and all of the things and the president. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's like November kind of all over again. So it is. it's a good week to start practicing this. And I would say anytime there is 
something happening in our nation that social media is just blowing up and shining a light on and you notice a lot of offensive comments or just mean things or, you know, people not being able to handle other points of view and just like you, you find yourself like not being able to tear yourself away from the yes. train wreck. Yep. <laughs> Anytime There's that comes signal. up, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> like checking right? in and making sure you're informed and spending some time mm-hmm. on social media, whichever platform is your favorite and getting your news from wherever you want to do that. That is good. You should do that. That's the kicker though, Mandy, you said that like mm-hmm. you can't tear yourself away and all of a sudden it's been like an hour and you've got nothing. And I'm being generous with an, with an hour. It's probably even more than that. It's like Netflix where you're just, are you still there? Right. And you're like, yes, I am four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> like that should be your signal that this has gone from information into mm-hmm. like obsession. And we can be obsessed about even good things. And I think this week, this month is a great time to start that practice of unplugging from social media. Cause for mm-hmm. real, if you want to be compassionate with yourself, um, making sure your anxiety yeah. are not on overload because you cannot tear yourself away from whatever train wreck is happening on whatever social media that, I mean, let's do better. Let's do better than we did in- yeah. with that. And I would even challenge you to um, take a break for 24 to 48 hours. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things I did in 2020, not necessarily because um I was upset with social media, but because I noticed how fatigued my mind was, not even my body, but my mind and my emotions were just tired. And so I would take like 24 to 48 hours to just stay away from my phone or leave it home when my husband and I would go run errands, which was a little bit like, what am I going to read when I'm in the checkout line? Well, you know, talk to my husband or something. I don't know, like you know, engage with the people around me (laughs) if we can. But it really was something that I noticed myself doing more and more. And it's not like I just set the intention, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to just start doing this. It's something I just started doing because I needed to. And then when I realized that it was helping, I kept it up. Right. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like an opposite utilized stolen moment. Like we talk about this in Art of the Pause. It's the you Mm -hmm. and the pause, which is our um, coaching content for stress management. Um, It's, you know, that idea of, you know, find something to do in those moments that can be stolen from you. And like, Mm -hmm. what do I do if I don't have my phone to look at? Well, I don't know. I could talk to my husband. Like that is literally how you utilize a stolen moment to make Mm -hmm. sure that what you're doing isn't adding more stress, which can be just Mm -hmm. mindlessly scrolling on your phone to actually engaging with the people around you and, you know, the life around you. So I love that you did that. I did that a few times this year too, because it was kind of like, I'm not really needing to be on my phone all the time. Like people aren't mm-hmm. calling every five minutes. Like there's not a lot going on. It really did give you kind of an out to not have to take your phone yeah. everywhere you went or have it in your bedroom every single night or have it at you with mm-hmm. you every single moment. Um, I know for sure this year I've, I've been on my phone less, even just because your phone tells you how often mm-hmm. you're on your phone. Um, and I know that's done a lot for my fatigue. <laughs> not not burning out this year because it could have been a really easy year to burn out for me. Yep. I think I've probably been burnt out for three years, to be honest. Um, when <laughs> I, we, the, the, I, 
when we here, I'll tell you why. Because the I mean, third it's not tip, funny, but it's one of those things where you have to laugh or you just true. like cry. So you know, <laughs> I think it's true. Just looking back, and I think it started when I was grieving the death of my dog, which is actually almost four years ago. But for some reason, the fall of. 2017, just a lot of change was happening. We were moving, you were moving, things were changing in our business. Um, There was a lot of change. And I think I just was burnt out from all of it. Um, But okay, we have one tip left. So the first tip is to be compassionate and caring of yourself. The second tip is to manage your stress and emotions by unplugging from social media. We challenge you to unplug 24 to 48 hours a week just so that you are not, you know, so focused on social media. And the third tip is to reconnect with your why. Reconnect with your why. And this is this is where I started to realize how burnt out and fatigued I think I have been mentally and emotionally over the last few years. And it really has been years, especially like since 2019 when we started our rebrand. So maybe two years. About this time in 2019, things were shifting in our business. And we we were called an entirely different business. We were owned by um, more people than we're owned by now. And um, I think that I just stopped reconnecting with our why. Like we, we tried to, to do a whole bunch of different things and we lost focus. And we have been reconnecting with our why for the last couple months now. And really our why, like the whole reason why we started this company in the first place was so that we could, we could equip women to rise up and live a life that they are proud of, live a life that they are reaching the the things like the purpose that they're put on this planet for. And what we didn't realize back then is really that's a leadership skill, like it's leadership principles that we were pouring into women all the time. So I think um, reconnecting with RY has also been realizing that part of coaching people is not just a program, but also giving them like actual tangible books that they can consume in their own time and putting them together. Like sometimes it's a book, like a personal story. And other times it's like a guided journal devotional type of thing. And so we're bringing back some of those this year and it has like, it has totally relit my passion for, for what we do. Well, I can agree with you. Like the last four years have been a lot of change And with change comes grief, whether it's good change or bad change. There's always like an exchange of good for, you know, there's some grief with everything that's happened. And, um, you know, even with some of the physical, like the challenges that I've had health wise over the last two years, like my husband and I were talking about this, like, I don't really know. And this is not just like, you know, like a statement that I make lightly, but I legit don't really know what it feels like to be both physically and emotionally healthy at the same time. Um, Mm -hmm. it's been since I was probably a kid that I wasn't either dealing with PTSD or I wasn't dealing with, um, chronic pain that I've been dealing with over the last few years. Like, I don't know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. in 2021. Like, I don't know if all of a sudden I'm going to be like, wow, look at all the thoughts I can think. Like the, the scarecrow, (laughs) wizard of Oz. Like, I don't know what life is going to be like when there is less pain, when I've already done all the work. I've done my emotional health and my mental health. And I'm just like, kind of feel like the sky's the limit, but like, it's a nice place to be because I feel like the last few years have been so 
much Mm -hmm. compassion fatigue. Like it's just, it was pretty constant, like pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. Um, And at the same time, trying to hold on to like parts of our life that were dying and falling apart and Mm -hmm. grieving that at the same time, we're growing things. It's really hard to grow and grieve at the same time. It it happens. Like I literally a plant Mm -hmm. upstairs that is dying and living at the same time. I don't know how, Mm -hmm. but like literally that's what life has felt like the last few years where we are simultaneously grieving and living. And I think a lot of people could probably really relate to that, at least in 2020, where at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The three tips to avoid compassion fatigue and burnout that we just talked about really require you to build the skill of self-reflection. And to help you out, we've created a guide. It's a free gift for you. It's called the Overcomer's Playbook. And inside this short guided journal, you're going to discover the five keys that unlock fulfillment, success, and a life you love. You're going to also learn how to build your strength and resilience to overcome negative self-talk. You're going to get encouragement and insight to show up confidently. You're going to discover a way to say yes to what sparks joy and passion, plus action steps to stop procrastinating and stay motivated. And finally, how to be assertive and embrace those new opportunities with confidence. You can download it today at www.raymateam.com. And when you do, you'll also get access to our free private Facebook group, The Tribe of Overcomers. Now, this is an exclusive group for women, but don't worry, guys, we have an Overcomers playbook just for you, too. All right. So that's our episode this week. Until next time, may you rise up, lead well, and live with intention. Thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.rayma. T-E-A-M dot C-O-M. All right. Our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.